0: You're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G, the podcast that has a sequel and then another sequel and then eventually the sequels just aren't as good as the original podcast. I'm your host, Mike Ficklestein, with me as always is... Ghoul
1: yeah, cool Mike buddy over here. Horror talking sequels, I think. Today.
0: <laughs> we are going to be discussing sequels. We did that podcast a little while ago about good hmm. sequels and what makes a good sequel. Uh, but now <laughs> we're going to go the other side of it. I have seen more than one list online... Mm -hmm. talking about terrible sequels. And I found a specific one that I kind of like because of the diversity of it from the AV Club. All credit Mm -hmm. to them for this list. And we're going to briefly go through most of these, but touch upon a few that are actually, you know, worth discussing. Some of which I think we've actually discussed before. Some of these are Mm -hmm. crap, and we'll get like two words from each of us, and then we're just going to move on because right, Right. Yeah, no, no. And so a good opener for this list if only because I've seen it and I have thoughts is mm-hmm. Caddyshack two. Now <laughs> I'll let you say your piece in a sec, but I'm going to be honest with you. I went back and watched Caddyshack recently for the website mm-hmm. a couple years ago. That's recently to me for an eight-year-old website. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't like Caddyshack. There's funny bits, most of which come from Chevy Chase, which is its own like bag of cats that you have to like fight if at that point because of Chevy Chase, Right, but. As terrible as Caddyshack 2 is, and it's not good, <laughs> it's not good at all, it at least has a weird little vision to itself that I kind of appreciate, that dumb mini-golf tournament for the golf yeah. course and all that. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> this is a bad movie. But I appreciated it, the daring with which they tackled it.
1: it it's funny, because like, I, I saw, full disclosure, Caddyshack 2 before I saw Caddyshack 1 as a kid. Me so as well. It was on I HBO it, all the time. Exactly. Yeah. So like I thought it was kind of funny as a kid. Um yeah. I, I thought it had its mo I thought that um uh Dan Aykroyd was funny. I thought Robert Stack was very creepy, the you know, the unsolved mysteries guy. Even when he talks, I get you know chill still. Yeah. <laughs> um but like it as far as like compared to the first one, I personally I love the first one. I think That's it's fair? some really good stuff. Um, argue that. but I, I understand what you said, and you're uh-huh. right about some of its low points. Some of its high points are high. Like Rodney Dangerfield, like is is for me in that movie, he's got some just great little one-liners that are classic. Um, if you kind of like understand like the golf humor thing, I guess, in movies. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it's is it a good movie, Caddyshack 2? Nah. No. <laughs> no.
0: It's not good. No, it's, it's it's a really, it's a really not good movie. It, but again, it does at least try something different. And, except for Bill Murray or uh, Dan Aykroyd basically doing the Bill Murray shtick. But it's
1: yeah, The funny it's thing funny. about that, like I feel like because Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd like, you know, have a, a a, a bit of, like, a challenge with each other every now and again, the way uh, Bill Murray and uh, Chevy Chase did not like each other in the first movie. Like, yeah. I don't know if you know that. In the first they didn't like each other at all, and that they don't scene like each they other filmed? Oh, yeah, no, that's not yeah. a secret. Yo. The scene <laughs> they filmed when it's the two of them and, like, you know, Chevy, um, over in uh, Bill Murray's, like, little, you know, caddy shack, I guess you'd say, where he, like, lives on the golf course. <laughs> oh, well, that that yeah, was completely yeah. ad-libbed. <laughs> completely ad-libbed because they didn't want to work together. They walked on, <laughs> did that, and then walked off. It's great. Um <laughs> But I feel like they almost did the same thing in Caddyshack, too. Like, maybe trying to stick it to Bill Murray a bit by making a Dan Aykroyd
0: play that, like, comic relief character. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we've talked about this movie probably enough, but I, I think that's we my have. little thought. We, <laughs> I knew we were going to open strong, and then we were going to have a whole run of things that we were just like, it exists. And yeah, to start with yeah. the thing of it exists, The mm-hmm. Sting 2. Now, I've seen The Sting. It's a yes. fun little movie for what it is. It's a very 70s uh heist film i can see why it's influential towards like the oceans 11 series and all that like which right. it's drawn as i ha- but most people don't discuss the sting anymore because it's it's aged it's it's okay and then mm-hmm. they did a sequel that no one gave a shit about and that's that that's the sting too and there you go
1: Yeah, I I maybe saw this movie once. Uh, This thing, like you said, I can appreciate what it did Uh uh, for the genre that it was. And it's it's a classic movie, but it is, you know, 50 plus years old almost at this point now. So it's kind of aged itself out of relevance. It has. Um, But this thing too, yeah, again, not a good movie. It
0: It had the same writer, didn't have Mm. the same cast, really doesn't even have the same characters. Although some of them may or may not be the same, but they have different names, but they don't have – it's really weird. No Mm -hmm. one cared. No one cared when it came out. No one was like, hey, let's make a The Sting Three. It just it it exists and we move on. To yeah. staying Alive, which is, you know, I'm gonna admit, the the concept that this movie exists, that the first Saturday <laughs> Saturday Night Fever did so well despite being wretchedly misogynistic, um mm-hmm. is was enough for them to go, you know what we liked about that movie? About weird guy like gangster guys I've barely seen the original one, so I'm just mm-hmm. summarizing. But about this movie about these guys in New Jersey uh, mm-hmm. who decide like they like to go disco dancing because, you know, that's what you did in the 70s at night at a club. That was disco dancing. And right. the thing that we want to take from that is not the New Jersey or the other guys, or the crime, or any of that. We just want to take the disco dance
1: <laughs> Because <laughs> that, that was the high point of the movie, I like, am I
0: right? I mean, it was. It's what everyone remembers about it, even though that's only a thin sliver of the movie. But that's what mm-hmm. the sequel's all about. John Travolta's character going off to do some kind of Broadway disco dance. I'm going to admit, I've seen clips of this, and I'm like, this is yeah. not the movie for me.
1: Yeah, I, I like John Travolta as an actor. Um, this, this movie, like I think you're right. I think I've seen parts of it. I, I never took the time. I've barely seen Saturday Night Fever. They're not my kind of movie. I can appreciate them for what they are, but it's a pass for me.
0: All I really know of this movie that I, I is stuck in my brain is he gets <laughs> – whatever it is that he wants by the end of the film and like the girl he's kind of been chasing although i don't know that that's really she's really a love interest anyway she's like what are you gonna do now And he's like i'm gonna strut and he starts walking <laughs> down the street with the bgs and you're just like what is this movie oh my god i, I don't
1: know why i almost <laughs> forgot about that that's so bad
0: <laughs> and now it's stuck in everyone else's brain that's ever seen it yeah. you're sitting there going i'm gonna strut
1: yeah good luck with that, everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> troll two. I haven't seen the first troll. I haven't seen the second troll. All I know is that everyone says it's a so bad, it's good kind of movie, but I'm gonna pass
1: the the first troll, yes, it is I've seen it. it is one of those. um it is it is so bad. it's good kind of movies. <laughs> uh, it has some I, I think that's the movie where like the meme comes from or where it's the guy like looking up at the stairs like, no with the glasses. I, I think that's the movie that that's from. Uh, or maybe it's Troll 2 here. I don't know. But um, I never saw One of saw them this had
0: um, Leonardo DiCaprio in one of his first roles. I know that much. Uh, well, it, it had to, them.
1: Well, Gosh, couldn't tell you then. But it's, nope, it's it, whatever. They're bad. They're bad.
0: I, I, I looked up, because I was we had the Gremlins podcast, so I looked up movies yes. like Gremlins, because I was curious, and I went and watched Critters, and that's mm-hmm. an okay film. It's fine. Uh, it has mm-hmm. one of the dudes from The Orville in it, which is impressive. Uh, the mm-hmm. first troll made the list of movies like Gremlins, notably absent from that list, Troll 2, (laughs) all the other critters, all the ghoulies, everything, not Troll 2, which says all you need to know about Troll 2, I think.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at its wiki real quick, because I'm curious, it had a budget of $100,000, so congratulations, you made a movie on that budget.
0: Hey, you had twice as much as Clerks, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, yes. man, it cer-
1: it certainly it was twice
0: as bad because
1: <laughs> Clerks is a genius film. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's really well made for fifty thousand dollars. Let's put it. Yeah, like that. I actually yeah. like the movie a lot, but it's also really well made for fifty grand. Troll Two yeah. is really poorly made for a hundred grand. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's just really poor made. Period. <laughs>
0: really poorly made. So Poltergeist Three, you know, I gotta admit, to <laughs> you this is the one I've seen the most because it's the one that got the most screen time on HBO. Right.
1: Right, 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 and this—I have visions of skyscrapers and the little girl in my head still, because you know it went from the, the the home in suburbia to now we're we're spooking you in a skyscraper in Chicago or something like. I, it's it's a scary movie, I guess,
0: but it's, it's definitely movie. bad compared it's to eh. the first couple. It's meh. There's some mm-hmm. stuff with an elevator with mirrors and yeah, like yeah. she she's forced to go live with her cousins because her family doesn't want to deal with the poltergeists anymore. Which is really none of the returning none of the actors besides the girl wanted to come back, so they had to right. figure out some way to get a sequel when no one but the girl is still interested. It was. This is a movie Mm -hmm. that didn't need to exist, and that a fair point, plenty of movies don't need to exist, but this is definitely a movie that, even on the thin standard of movies that probably didn't need to exist but still got made, this one didn't need to exist.
1: Yeah, the first one's very good, the second one's fine. Fine. This one's not not good at all. Not not good,
0: no. It it exists, and that is all that needs to happen. On the subject Mm -hmm. of movies that don't need to exist, Aliens vs. Predator Requiem. Didn't he say all we needed to say with the first terrible Aliens versus Predator?
1: <laughs> yeah, I I I like Xenomorphs and I love Predator. Like uh-huh. they're two of my favorite like monsters in uh-huh. movies. And when they were on the screen together, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so good. And I remember liking these movies when they came out. But if you try to rewatch them, like they are so bad compared the to one, the brilliance of the couple one, of the yeah, first movies. Yeah,
0: the the first the first of the two Alien versus Predator movies, which not I mean, half bad, not bad. It's a yeah. a um. What's it say? Paul W. Anderson, I think, did it, Um, Mm. and it feels—he does video game movies, and it feels very video gamey in its construction Mm. and everything else. But it has some energy, and it—it balances. Mm. It has a good heroine. You can kind of get into it. It has doesn't hold a candle to the best of the AVP comics or video games or any of that. But it's a movie that exists, and. It's fine. If they really had to get one done and they didn't want to like do it well, this was about what you were going to get. Requiem mm-hmm. is a movie designed to tie up one plot thread from the previous <laughs> one and do it with half the budget and none of the lighting. It is nigh incomprehensible to watch. Uh, nothing important happens in it. You don't care about any of the characters. Mm-hmm. And then all the aliens, including the bread alien, who was introduced yeah. in the previous film, yeah. dies. Mm-hmm. So then you just move on. Yay. Yeah.
1: It's like they, like you said, they, they have the little sort of jump scare at the end of the first movie with the Predalien popping out of uh, of Scar's yep. chest and all that, yep. and like oh, they'll be excited. We can make a movie out of this. And then you, you made a really good point there. How dark was that movie to watch? <laughs> so... like, I remember seeing it in the theater
0: and I couldn't tell what was going on half no, you the time. Can't. There, there's a, there's a, a rule in like horror production that when you don't have the budget to show things right, uh, do it in the dark with darkened lighting to try and obscure things. And generally it works because you can make the monsters more intense because it's lurking in the darkness. This Mm -hmm. one was like, you know what we can't afford? Even even a little bit of lighting. Let's just hide more of it. Let's just do darkness on our darkness and not bother with lights at all. It's, it was like it's they terrible.
1: didn't have money to like shoot outside in the sun at any given yeah. point. Like yeah. it was like, it was everything was dark. The hospital. I don't. I remember when the Predalien inserted the eggs into the you know the maternity ward women, which I mean is horrific when you think about what they actually put in that movie. Yep. Um. And and the, I, I, I did it go in her mouth? Did it go in her? Ch- I couldn't tell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm. Mm. Terrible, Bo- terrible. Book of Shadows, Blair Witch Two. Did you even see this one? No, the first one was <laughs> fine.
1: Uh, it was very scary for the time. You know, great found footage movie. It made me think it was real. But the second one, it just never got my attention.
0: The thing about this, I'm gonna. I worked at a radio station when this movie came out. The mm-hmm. soundtrack for it is amazing. If you have a chance, mm. like with some other movies that came out. Pick up the soundtrack. The soundtrack is great. It's like with uh, Queen of the Damned. Terrible movie. Fantastic soundtrack. Same kind of Mm -hmm. thing here. But if you go and watch the movie, it's not even a sequel to Blair Witch. It's basically a movie that's like, you know that Blair Witch movie that you liked? What if the people in the sequel treat it like it's a movie that exists in their world and then a haunting happens? And you're like, how (laughs) is... What? what, How? What? (laughs) And then it's boring. On top of yeah. all that, like contrived plot, it's boring. So mm-hmm. I've watched it once. I feel no need to watch it again. I would rather go back and watch the first one. I didn't even like the first one. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. It's like if, if you don't have the contrivance of it being a documentary, which is what sucked people in, mm-hmm. uh, and like the surprise of it being, oh, oh, it's actually not a document. plot wow, this is really cool. But the way they did it. But if you go to it like three or four years later, like I already know it's going to happen, then it has mm-hmm. nothing to it, and the sequel has even less.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm looking at the soundtrack because that's the only thing that interests me about this movie at all. <laughs> since you mentioned it, and there is some really good stuff good on here. Stuff I'm going to listen to it, and and yeah. you know, we'll we'll talk about uh, I'm sure Queen of the Dam at some other point a little bit, but also like great soundtrack. And yes, what, just, real quick, just what bugs me about that movie is
0: when Lestat sings. It's like it it's the musicians the and not him, and that still kills me. It's the worst. Yeah. Well, okay. So Jonathan, we're we're way off topic here. Although right. on the subject of bad sequels. Queen of the mm-hmm. Damned. Um, <laughs> it wasn't even on the list, but you know what? Honorable mention, we're going to write it in. Yeah, um, yeah. So the thing about Queen of the Damned and that soundtrack is Jonathan Davis of Korn mm-hmm. wrote mm-hmm. and was going to perform all the stuff on the soundtrack. Warner mm-hmm. Brothers, who has his contract, wouldn't let him do it for whoever released this. Um, so they they told him that he wasn't allowed to perform on the soundtrack. So he got other mm-hmm. people to do the performances for him. And he got a lot of really good people on this mm-hmm. soundtrack. It's mm-hmm. great. Like like uh, Chester Bennington and Wayne mm-hmm. Static and a bunch of dudes doing the songs. And those yeah. versions of those songs are fantastic. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Davis can't sing. He is in <laughs> Korn for a reason because it's new metal rap rock. And when you hear him <laughs> sing the lyrics in the movie, it makes your ears bleed. They would have been better off Keeping the other people in the movie, I'm just saying.
1: Yeah. Fair point. And then you know, we'll, we'll get on music at some other point they're Korn, one of my favorite bands of all time, so I have opinions on that. <laughs> but I get what you mean about him when know. he's he's not for everybody. I'm
0: not saying that. they're bad. I like Korn for what they are, but he does he's not <laughs> a good singer. He's a good rap rocker. And that's a different skill. No.
1: Yeah, and he's a performer. He's, he's a, a perform- performer.
0: Yeah, performer, does great performances. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as far as like um, Blair Witch, let's get back on topic here. There's right, some great right. stuff on this soundtrack. Uh, stuff from Rob Zombie. There's a particularly good song, Goodbye Lament, from Tony Iommi and Dave Grohl. Absolutely yeah. love that. It's at the top of my playlist all the time. It's great. Um, That's
1: what, that caught my attention. Look, at. mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Tony Iommi and Dave Grohl. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I like that, yeah.
0: UPO is a band most people don't know about. Their song Feel Alive is fantastic. It's on here. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's so good. So I I highly recommend the soundtrack I highly don't recommend Blair Witch (laughs) 2
1: Yeah, agreed Um, The next one on your list here uh, I still Know what you did last summer Even though I know what you did last summer And then I still know what you did last summer a third time And a fourth time, and it's just they're all bad
0: I'll always know what you did last summer Was the third one, which is unrelated And makes no sense, because it's like yeah, yeah, um, The whole franchise Sucks, okay? First it's movie bad. sucks, second mm. movie sucks harder, third movie is completely inconsequential. I'm surprised, I, I I will always know what you did last summer isn't on here, and you know what, <laughs> for, for just honorable mention of shit that does not mm. need to be watched, the series they did on Amazon Prime, which was also wretched and didn't get a second season, I could live yeah. without this entire slasher franchise, it's garbage.
1: It's it's like you find certain, you know, actors or actresses attached to franchises. And I think this yep. is the one with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Jennifer and, Love Hewitt. And, 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 you know, she's fine as an yep. actress, but she picked the wrong franchise to hitch herself she did. to.
0: She did. Uh, well, she was hoping for her own scream. Wasn't she? She was in Party of Five with Nev Campbell, wasn't she? I think, I think so, yeah. So they so. were they, she was like, oh, look, I can get my own fran- uh, slasher franchise like Nev did. And yeah. then, like, she got the wrong fucking one. It was... Yeah. I mean, credit to her of all the stuff to come out of that late 90s, early 2000s slasher boom. Mm. Uh, the I Know What You Did franchise had more movies than anything except Scream, but they weren't good. They just yeah, yeah, they yeah. weren't. She would have been better attaching herself to, like, Urban Legend or something. That was... Ugh. Ugh. So bad. <laughs> so, so bad. Yeah. So, we've talked about this one before. I don't feel like we need to touch upon it a lot. It's mm. on this list although I actually have to say it's one of the the ones that I enjoyed more Friday the 13th mm. part 5 a new beginning. This one was like the the when I read the AV club list for some feet for some like background on this. They mm-hmm. were like, "It's too gr- too gratuitous, too much nudity, too much blood has doesn't really go anywhere. It just sucks." And I'm like, "The nudity and the blood was the only thing that really picked up this franchise." <laughs> like, yeah. have you been have you been watching these movies up to part five? I mean, come on. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what they were thinking. Um, <laughs> right. we, we we talked about that. Like, it's it's just, it's a <laughs> poor decision, folks. Sorry,
0: <laughs> I don't agree with this one. Just because I actually this one was actually lively. I didn't hate it. So, yeah, um. Yeah movies that everyone hated Zoolander 2
1: Oh man I was excited for this too Zoolander <laughs> 1 is like so stupidly it's funny It's so stupid
0: good it is I agree oh, And I this agree. Is just
1: it was such a disappointment mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I didn't even bother watching it because the reviews for it were so bad and it disappeared yeah. so quickly from theaters. I'm like, yeah, I got what I needed with the first one.
1: Yeah, I I, I wish I didn't go see it. And, you know, the first week it came out, like, I mean, I had such high hopes because the first one is like it's 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 a stupid movie, but it's funny. It has some just really funny parts in it. Will Farrell's brilliant, um, you know, as always, and all the things he does when he just tries to be serious and he's not like it's mm-hmm. just but the second one's just so terrible.
0: The first movie gave us Blue Steel and yes, it will be for, a permanent for Ferrari Latigra. Yeah, see, like we don't need any more than that. That was that's mm. all we ever need. It's great.
1: I still say to people at work sometimes, look, I can't turn left. You gotta help this customer. Like <laughs> I know what I'm
0: talking about. They might not get it, but I laugh. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. On the subject of movies that didn't need to exist, I'm not even gonna go with the sequel. Super babies. Um, There is a sequel, Baby Geniuses 2, which is just, or I guess technically Baby Geniuses was the Mm -hmm. first one. Super Babies, Baby Geniuses 2 was the second. And until I read this list and saw that these movies existed, I forgot these movies existed and I was better for it. Like I
1: I am my my wife and I talked about this. Like, you know, <laughs> well like is there such a thing as not a creepy talking baby? No. And the only no. one we could come up with is the one from like the uh the insurance commercials or whatever. Like there was a like a funny little commercial with the baby, the Super Bowl commercials or whatnot. But that's it. This movie's wretched. I yes. couldn't watch it. I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. like it. I think they're creepy. I don't like them.
0: When I worked at Blockbuster, they had a screener tape for the first one, and mm-hmm. I would watch anything that came out. I, I still do. Like, you put a movie in front of me, I'm like, okay, I can probably at least like surf on the web while I'm doing this. This one was, like, this is the first Baby Geniuses we're talking about, not even the sequel. It mm. was god-awful. I, <laughs> I, I don't even remember it, and I remember everything I watched. This one went in and went out, and I'm like, well, I'm done with that now. I don't need it. And then the fact that somehow they managed to make a sequel, which by all accounts from everyone, is absolute garbage in comparison to the first movie it's it boggles the mind mm-hmm. but then we have a pair of sequels uh that well i guess technically three that didn't mm-hmm. have the original creators on board and that should have been enough to stop anyone from wanting to do a sequel but you know <laughs> a name is a name and we start with the birds to land's end Have i haven't yeah. seen this have you seen it
1: no, so I, I pulled up the wiki real quick, just to see if, like, it, it, literally the plot point has three sentences, and I'm already done.
0: <laughs> well, they can only summarize a movie that's been out since the 90s with three sentences. That tells you all you need to know. Like, yeah. the concept of making a sequel to an Alfred Hitchcock movie without mm-hmm. Alfred Hitchcock, like, mm-hmm. that right there should just stop you and make you go, yeah, this is a bad idea. We shouldn't be doing this. It's like, yeah. it's like doing a shot-for-shot remake of Psycho. Yeah, sure, mm. on paper you'll make money, but really, do, do we need to do this?
1: It's it feels like these were like you know the first kind of like cash grab things for like you know the name itself we can kind of ride on it. Um, and he, to your point, like you don't try to remake Hitchcock and try to like do something that like you know he's he's you know he's Hitchcock. It's Hitchcock. That's all you got to say. And you know, um, the say only what person... you will
0: about his personal life. The man was right. kind of a monster. That's yeah, there. yeah. No yeah. One's, no one's debating that. Right. But when it came to his movies, like, he did know his craft.
1: He did. He did. And, you know, I remember, um, I like, as a kid, like, the, the only movie that I feel like could be even, like, considered a, a sequel or, like, a replay of a Hitchcock movie that was any kind of successful was High Anxiety by, yes. Brooks by to, Mel Brooks to redo Vertigo. Yep. And, and it was a comedy. But it had little influences of horror from Hitchcockian in mm-hmm. there. Um, like, But it, it was – it was a comedy, and and it, and it knew what it was, and it stayed in its lane, and that was good.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree, it, absolutely.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, uh, on the same subject, American Psycho two, there that that's a that's a movie we didn't need. Like no. So the America first American Psycho ends, and the director Mary Harmon has said that she doesn't actually like the ending she left up, but I think the ending is brilliant. Um. Uh, it's ambiguous, like the book, and if you haven't read the book, the book is like hard to get through in that really graphic gory sort of way but then mm-hmm. it's spiked by passages of pure comedy and you're sitting there going this is a farce even the gory passages are meant for like like gross out comedy in a way and yes it's wretched it is mm-hmm. i don't defend the actions that are written but i understand why it was written the way it is and i actually kind of appreciate it in that regard the movie mm-hmm. follows that same logic. The movie is weird, and it has such a strange ending to it. And you're just like, did anything that I just watched happen? I don't. Mm-hmm. Think, I don't think it did. And I love the ambiguity of that. American Psycho two is just a slasher flick that removes all the ambiguity. It's stupid.
1: It, it takes you know Mila Kunis and throws her in there and as a slasher you know, girl. Yeah, yeah. And, you know yeah. because she was scarred because Patrick Bateman you know killed her babysitter or something. Yeah. Uh, which...
0: it, ignores the first movie's point entirely
1: yeah yeah, yeah. so i mean it, again it, it's a, it's a cash grab and name only to mm-hmm. me it wasn't a good movie the no. first one's really good and had you brought up a lot of good points about appreciating the gore and not defending it and all that like yeah. it's this the scene when he goes to the you know the uh the the asian um laundromat to get the the blood cleaned off <laughs> and he's like oh it's red white he's like i'll, I'll fucking kill you like to the lady yeah. because she doesn't understand him like there's just yeah. really brilliant little things in the first one. Oh yeah Oh yeah, that th- the second
0: one's just like, why did you bother? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yep, yeah. The prequel, which okay, so if we're gonna be semant- like get into semantics here. This is a prequel, not a sequel. But okay, mm-hmm. beyond that, Dumb and dumber when Harry <laughs> met Lloyd. I haven't seen the first one. I'm not gonna try and defend the first one or agree with it or whatever. I'm not a huge Farrelly Brothers fan, but mm-hmm. I like everything I saw about this prequel made me know I didn't need to watch it.
1: Mm-hmm. I the, the first one like we talked about a little bit before we jumped on here it if you like old jim carrey from the 90s and his comedy you're gonna like it it's fine the second one i didn't see it and and i can't remember if people liked it or hated it at this point it just kind of is a movie that just faded into the ether for me i'll probably never watch it maybe i'll catch it on like tnt one day or something but i'm, I'm good i guess
0: exactly mm-hmm. batman and Robin. I think everyone knew this had to be on this list because this is the absolute nadir for uh, Nate the absolute nadir. Nadir? nadir. the Nate This is the low point. For the- <laughs> I know I'm saying the word wrong. We're just going to go with it. So yeah. this is the low point for the Batman and Robin or the Batman franchise that was started by Tim Burton and then taken over by Joel Schumacher and run right into the ground. And now... Schumacher has apologized for this film and at the time (laughs) when I first heard he did I appreciate it but the more Mm -hmm. I've learned about this movie the more it's like this isn't really his fault Warner Mm -hmm. Brothers wanted a toy commercial they saw they, they want a toy commercial for the third one Uh, they wanted a toy commercial for the second one because they realized how much uh, the original Batman made and Batman returns needed to be. But Batman returns Mm -hmm. was too dark and they didn't sell enough product off of it. So they wanted lighter and family friendly and a toy commercial, which they got for the third one. And Mm -hmm. then at that point they were like, we want this, but even more. And Schumacher was like, well, if that's what you want and you're paying the paycheck, I will do it. Uh, Mm -hmm. But he and everyone on set and everyone else said, this is a toy commercial. Uh, we all realize we're making a toy commercial for an hour and a half, basically. Um, so I, I don't really blame Schumacher. I think this, the movie is terrible, beyond mm. terrible. But at the same time, because it ran itself and the franchise into the ground, we got to have the reboot from Christopher Nolan. So I don't, mm. I don't want to watch this movie, but I appreciate what it was, what it allowed to have happen afterwards
1: it's it's like i i this is the one where it was the bat nipples right this, oh, is, yeah, this is the nipples. bat nipple movie and this <laughs> is where he pulls out you know the bat credit card like the, yep, only the black of card yep. Ivy. Oh, my, like, yep, they, yep. It, it was like they were trying to like fourth wall break before yeah. fourth wall breaking was a thing and oh yeah like you took my boy batman and you massacred him
0: <laughs> but the thing is you know if this movie had been a success they would have put out batman black cards okay oh and, my like, god like we we, we were spared what could have come from this movie product wise and we were spared what was going to happen if we got a fifth one even though schumacher swears he was going to make a darker one for the fans yeah no you weren't you were going to make another toy commercial because that's what they were paying you for but
1: they, they took schwarzenegger they took clooney they took uh uma thurman uh, and they took um chris o'donnell yeah chris o'donnell he, he, it was, he took the four of them he just was like hey we're going to roll this movie out because these are four you know mega stars and it'll and be great it out
0: oh yeah, yeah. 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 It's so bad.
1: Mm -hmm. So bad. No thanks.
0: Movies I haven't seen, both Basic Instinct Two and Son of the Mask. (laughs)
1: Um Basic Instinct Two, uh it's fine if you want to watch like a really softcore porn kind of movie. But basic
0: instinct though. Yeah,
1: you're much better off just watching basic instinct is my point.
0: Well, yeah, and I mean, it was a 20-year-late sequel yeah. to Basic Instinct that was clearly made for the direct-to-video and direct-to-cable market. Right. So, like, y- you had to really want a sequel, and from what I heard, it was bad, but it was softcore porn, so no one's mm. in it for the plot.
1: Right, right, right.
0: No, no one's in it for the plot. Son of the Mask, no one was there for Son of the Mask. That was... I, Jamie Kennedy, just no. Just just Stop. <laughs>
1: There, there's a few yeah. things Jamie Kennedy like does that I like, and this was not one of them. I maybe watched half of this movie. I don't remember any of it. It's
0: a. I just saw the trailers, and it already looked like a wretched piece of shit. I knew yeah. I didn't need to. And the, the thing is, there are fans of the comics that are going to be like, I didn't even like the first one, which <laughs> right, is right. fair. the The original comics were very 1990s. They were very dark and bloody. And it was like uh, a cartoon, but with like horrendous violence on top of it. If that was your thing, that's mm-hmm. great. I don't debate that. They, get, they wanted to make a big-budget Hollywood movie out of that, and they got Jim Carrey for it. They got exactly the movie you would expect for The Mask, and it's yep. fun for what it is. And then mm-hmm. Jim Carrey didn't want to do go come back, and they wanted to do a sequel, so they brought in Jamie Kennedy, and they got exactly the movie you expect getting <laughs> Jamie Kennedy in for the role. Yep. I'm sorry. It's terrible.
1: Yeah. Um, no, thanks. Um, another hard pass for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hard pass on this one. Superman Four: yeah. The Quest for Peace, the movie that was made for one-fourth of the budget of the original Superman, and they somehow expected it to be good.
1: <sighs> like, I, I remember seeing this movie as a kid. Before, I mean, and probably this is one of my first Superman memories as a movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe I saw... The one uh, Superman for Richard Pryor before that. But I remember this was on HBO a lot also growing up. So I, I have, like, I guess a, a a part of appreciation for this movie because I saw it as a kid. But it's really terrible. It's terrible.
0: It's terrible. Well, it's... I was... I don't know, five when this movie... Three, something like that when this movie... I can't remember. 87.
1: 87. I was 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 five. I was six
0: when this movie came out. And I remember I was a huge Superman fan at the time. I still really like Superman, but there's other uh, comic characters I like more. But Mm -hmm, I was mm -hmm. the biggest Superman fan at the time because you're a kid and he's bright and colorful and he stands for something and blah, 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 you know? Right, right. right. Leave tall
1: buildings in a single bound kind of And he had
0: movies. And none of the other heroes had movies, so he was the cool one. Mm -hmm. But like... I I remembered the first couple because they were on and my parents let me watch them over and over again. And then this one was coming out and I begged my parents to let me come go see it. Mm. And apparently they saw the trailers and I didn't uh, because they (laughs) just managed to, you know, brush me off a couple times. And then when it left theaters, I was like, oh, and then forgot Mm. about it and didn't watch it for 30 years. And then when I finally got around, I'm like, wow. My parents were right. This is a wretched piece of shit. God, <laughs> damn.
1: Yeah, you know, score one for you know the good team parents right there. Getting that one right. Like, this this movie, like the the nuclear man thing, like I guess you know Lex Luthor's. I guess is the best part of it. But yes. I mean. Get it? that's just gene hackman doing gene hackman things so but it's like
0: we already had superman fighting a bad superman that happened in the third movie yeah with Za. Like, yeah it, 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 well that was the, that was the second one the third one was where he like divided himself into good and bad superman and had his own fight in like the junkyard like three oh. in a row basically where he's fought a kryptonian as the big climax it's dumb yeah yeah i, I, I don't know no 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 yeah Space Jam: A New Legacy. Did you like Space Jam?
1: I, you know, funny. Um, we, <laughs> we we watch movies, uh, my wife and I, with another mm-hmm. couple every now and again, and we we were Space Jam was on the docket, and I was like, oh, I love Space Jam as a kid. Let's go. And I I watched it again like recently, obviously within the last year, and I I, I will say that I liked it as a kid.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's about uh, it. I had never seen it. I, mm-hmm. I Somehow, when it came out in the 90s, I was just the right age to not see it when it was mm-hmm. in theaters. And then I didn't care to pick it up afterwards because whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I managed to avoid it. I only saw it this last year when my wife was wanting to. And then they had the um, Teen Titans watch Space Jam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I watched that version, which cuts out a lot of superfluous crap and inserts some comedy bits from the Teen Titans. And even then, I'm sitting there going, well... That's kind of a crap movie. Why did they make a sequel? (laughs) Um, And apparently most people agreed because the sequel tanked. So,
1: yeah, LeBron James and all of his stardom could not save the second one. And when <laughs> and, 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 and rewatching the first one, like, you know, I'm not trying to shade, you know, Michael Jordan at all, because, you know, one of the greatest basketball players, if not the greatest of all time, like you can you can argue whatever. But he didn't even try <laughs> to like <laughs> act in this movie at all. Like mm-hmm. there was nothing like even when he's talking to the to the Looney Tunes, it's like he's talking to someone holding a sock. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. it, and, it's well, just so was, bad.
0: Yeah. 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 No, he, he wasn't hired for his acting skill.
1: No. And like, I mean, the, the Looney Tunes are the best part of that. You're getting basically an 80 minute plus Looney Tunes short cartoon with some basketball and a superstar thrown in. Yep. Moving on,
0: moving on. That's it. So they have Scary Movie 5 on this list, as if that's the bad one of the franchise. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm going to be honest with you. The first one was amusing. But nothing mm-hmm. past the first one was watchable. So I'm not sure why they singled out Scary Movie 5 specifically. Like, I, I don't know. It was I'm
1: I'm looking it up right now to remember because <laughs> these all blend together after the first one to yeah. your point that I've yeah. seen. I think maybe this is the one where they were spoofing uh, the alien invasion, too, because I sure. think War of the Worlds had just come out or, or something. Sure. Um, right. i have seen know. more of this than I have, so. I, I don't remember much of it other than that. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm sure they probably worked in some Signs parody 10 years after Signs came out, which that's also a terrible movie.
1: Um, mm. yeah, I, I think that's Mad Night Shyamalan's one of his finer movies, but it...
0: Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, okay, okay. You know what? It's sequels, but I'm going to have this discussion with you anyway. Swing fucking away. What the fuck was the point of this vision from 15 years ago? Swing away? Really? That's You're dying? You know what's going to happen, and you decide you can't go... Aliens are going to come, and you should probably throw water at them. You're like, Swing away. Fuck
1: Look, you. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna debate that is really a poor choice for <laughs> what to say to your son as you're taking your other maybe dead son outside. Um, but the 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 horror, I, I don't know. horror is not no. really the right word, but I guess a suspense of that movie with the little shots of the aliens, I think it was really well done until you show them at the end.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then the
1: movie does kind of tank. Now, I wouldn't even say third act, but I say last 15 minutes, which is real bad. But that's, that's the uh, thing. That's a good point.
0: A bad 15 minutes at the end will ruin a movie. And no matter how much I was interested in signs, it mm. completely bodges the job at the end to the point where I just can't enjoy it. It's like, not on this list, but worth adding, Alien mm. Resurrection Two thirds of a great movie, one third assy, and now the alien queen can give birth like a human can. You're like, yeah, that's that's a terrible thing for her to do. She has to go through labor and gestate, <laughs> and when she could produce thousands in an hour, you're thinking this is an improvement. And the thing yeah. that she births is just
1: horrific. <laughs> is this improving the life cycle of the alien? This seems very inefficient to me.
0: What the fuck was this like? Two two thirds of a dumb dumb very dumb but enjoyable movie with Sigourney Weaver clearly having fun bringing her character back and being yeah. alien and having a grand yeah. old time and then it just fucking drops the goddamn basketball okay yeah yeah <laughs> I mean,
1: at least you got the satisfying kill of the guy popping the alien out through the guy's chest and his head at the end there yeah, like that that, that guy got he what he deserved he did yeah um, but I mean the the movie it had great high points but that ending it ugh.
0: and then science just sucks i'm sorry no (laughs) um speed two cruise control uh this is the dumbest fucking movie i think i've ever seen okay
1: i i i haven't seen it i remember it was on tv not long ago and i tried to watch i got maybe 10 minutes and i'm like this boat is stupid i'm turning it off
0: (laughs) well so cruise ships are huge i'm not debating this point cruise ships are huge and if you were to try and jump off the top of a cruise ship you're gonna die Yes. But the cruise ship is not going fast. It's going like 20 miles an hour. I think they even say that at one point. And mm-hmm. like at times it's going way slower than that. And mm-hmm. they the lifeboats are right near the bottom of the ship. And they show this <laughs> to you because the water's real close. And all mm-hmm. these people are like, we can't escape. We have to stay on this. When land is in the fucking distance, they're all wearing life jackets. And they're like, we're just going to stay on the boat. Like, really? At, uh. I don't know. At this point, you've, you know. <laughs> no, you dumb motherfuckers, get off the boat. It, it, the movie's a half an hour long. They all bail out. The terrorists are left with the boat they can't do anything with, and that's that.
1: <laughs> I mean they the Keanu Reeves didn't even sign up for this. And I was and I was out it, from that point on.
0: Yeah. He read and he's like, this is a dumb fucking movie. No thank you. <laughs> yeah. Ke-
1: Keanu, an absolute yeah. gift to humanity, by the way. I know.
0: And, and a smart businessman. He's sitting there going, <laughs> yep. if I can't save this movie, we're not making this movie. Okay? Oh, you know, that that's a great
1: discussion for us to have. Who's the smarter businessman? Is it uh, Keanu Reeves or is it Vin Diesel? <laughs> oh. Oh.
0: Well, okay. <laughs> we, we, we need to do this on a separate podcast We're not oh that's what it. i'm saying yeah, yeah we'll yeah. do that we'll, separately we'll, but, oh we'll, good we we'll there follow this up <laughs> okay so now this is one i hadn't heard of and i'm not going to judge it um they had it on the list but it, it felt like even the av club was making caveats for it because it's a different production team and a low budget movie and they did it for like various art house reasons and not the big showy dumb acidness of showgirls which is by the way the enjoyable part of showgirls is the big dumb uh, dumb acidness of it it's just such a dumb movie but there's a sequel called showgirls 2 pennies from heaven and (laughs) i haven't seen it i'm not judging it i feel like the people who made it knew they were making a low budget art house whatever to follow up on one character for it and it's showgirls don't judge showgirls for being showgirls okay
1: I, I cannot believe that you actually managed to do this, but I mean, I found a movie now because I didn't see this either, so I was wikiing it, it
0: has less in the premise plot than
1: the birds too. It's literally one sentence. Well,
0: thank the AV Club for that. That's not my job doing this. I'm oh. just, I'm just trying to defend the uh, the decision to actually make this movie because you know what? <laughs> Good on them. They made a movie.
1: The, the plot heavily <laughs> echoes the original film, focusing on uh, showgirl Penny. Okay, that's yeah. it. Moving yeah. on,
0: I guess yeah. nudity. <laughs> Art house, low budget. You get what you pay for. You, you, yeah. you bought a sequel to Showgirls. Don't be offended by showgirl, Showgirls being Showgirls. Okay. I, I, I
1: guess this is probably like another soft porn. Oh man, it's but Showgirls, like that yeah. movie. I remember as a kid was like, you know, it was like you uh-huh. know the porn movie almost. Yep. You would watch it, but like that's it's like on TV now and like really strategically placed, like like blackout bras on all
0: the topless scenes. It's actually quite hilarious. To that watch. sounds real funny. That would oh, that would be so an enjoyable funny. thing to watch right there i think it's on vh1
1: every now and again too like just keep an eye on like
0: vh1 or something stupid it pops up every like year or two it's hilarious not enjoyable to watch jaws the revenge (laughs) Uh, this one one deserves to be on this list because it's terrible the the second one's worse than the first the third one's worse than the second and this is the one that tanked the franchise so bad they're like we have to stop making these movies yeah yeah the fucking shark shows up on the east coast they go on a vacation to Hawaii and the shark chases them around the world. Hang on hang on I'm, I'm actually gonna correct you it is the Bahamas
1: they're in. so they are at least in the same hemisphere but I, I, I swear it's the Bahamas.
0: You had to defend that.
1: I, I just I, I had to let you like just just be correct that's all It
0: chased okay you know what I will correct myself. It chased them hundreds, maybe thousands of miles into a different climate
1: and you know and the funny thing is that might be the most realistic thing about the movie because sharks do migrate everything else about this movie and i've seen this movie dozens of times because i love jaws one of my favorite franchises the first one is cinematic brilliance the next three are terrible and this one is no exception it's terrible but there's
0: no reason for this shark to be like this woman needs to die and she's her specifically like no
1: vindictive the vindictive shark that's what it's all it's it's it's, it's bad, it's it's bad. The first one, first one's good, the rest of them we don't talk about. I them. would
0: rather watch the next one on this list than this, which is Grease 2, and this is terrible as well, okay? Yeah, I've yeah. seen this movie repeatedly because my sisters liked it. It's bad.
1: <laughs> I think we watched this in uh, music in uh, grade school growing up. We watched Grease, and Grease as a kid is a fun movie. It's got musical numbers, it's upbeat, it's whatever. It's fine, it's fine. Grease 2, I remember not even like, I, I don't remember
0: anything about it. <laughs> I just don't. There's the – they switch from cars to motorcycles. There's a homecoming stage play thing at some point that's getting set up for – I'm not sure they actually have the play. It's been Mm. years since I've actually had to see any clips of this. And there's a big musical montage around bowling. (laughs) Oh, and Michelle Pfeiffer's in it, which I'm so sorry for Michelle Pfeiffer, but girls got to pay her bills, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah, that's that's right. right. That's right. I do remember (laughs) seeing her at some point in the movie. Yeah, she's the
0: lead pink lady or was Mm -hmm. a pink lady. and quit. The the details do not matter to me. It's Grease 2. (laughs) I don't even like the first one, honestly, and the fact that I had to sit through the sequel repeatedly because of my sister's.
1: Uh. <laughs> and that i'm not a fan of the first one either i just remember it was a fun-ish movie as a kid and it got me out of you know school for a couple <laughs> hours or whatever so it is what it is but i mean they're not my
0: movies anyway that's not no. my genre whatever and that, that opening so- like that one of the opening songs for the original Grease, is kind of date creepy too a L- little bit, right? Little bit, you know, a little bit. Paul yeah, pointed that out, and now that I've seen it, like I'm not like I can't not notice just how date rapey it is. There's actually a fair bit of date rapiness throughout that movie. and You're just like, hmm, this is more than just the 1950s here, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I guess it was socially acceptable at the time. Uh,
0: that is something they should have corrected in the musical, sir. Yeah, 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 no, hard, hard agree, hard agree. <laughs> And finally, Exorcist 2, The Heretic. You'll have to speak on this one. I don't know. uh, Specifically because I can't make it through the first one because the first one I find wretchedly boring. I'm in the minority. I understand. (laughs) Ghost stories and possession movies do nothing for me. The fact Mm. that I managed to sit through all three poltergeists is fucking amazing. And a testament (laughs) to Spielberg. But... Yeah, I don't. I can't make it through The Exorcist, so I don't even know how bad The Exorcist Two is, let alone all the other goddamn sequels and requels they've done. But it's weird,
1: like, it, it's yeah. weird.
0: Yeah, it's okay, it's so, like Pazuzu, you know. I think.
1: Yeah, Pazuzu's the demon. Reagan, you know the 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 child who's possessed in the first movie is now like in a psychiatric ward, and it's it's an older Linda Blair who like mm-hmm. I. It, the movie's weird because it almost tries to maybe give her like sex appeal at times, which is like you, the child who was vomiting puke in the first movie is now trying to look sexy in this one. Everyone I don't quite get it. I, <laughs> I guess. Um, but it, it's it's not a good movie. I like the first one. I know we've talked about this before. I think it's really good for the horror movie it is, uh, but yeah. I know that it's, again, it's not for everybody at yeah, all. Yeah. That's, that's true. And that's the way horror is. you know horror people have their likes and their dislikes.
0: It's not the, the religious stuff that throws me off. I, like, I don't even care. It's just, mm-hmm. I, the pacing is so slow. And especially in that first act. And you have to get through yeah. that first act. You, I know it picks up, but I can't. I can't just start a movie halfway. I have to start at the beginning, and it's so slow. And I just don't care. So... <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a longish movie for the time too. The extras two hours back in like you know the seventies is a
0: long movie to your yeah. point.
1: So that first forty minutes can feel
0: ugh, it feels oh, bad. Seventies pacing is so hard to get through. It's just mm-hmm. mm, mm. Yeah, yeah yeah. Any other honorable mentions you would throw on this list?
1: Uh, not, I can't think of any maybe directly offhand. Um, but you know there were some some ones on here that I think I have a spot for in my heart, and there are some that you yeah. know have a spot beneath my boot. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I would agree with that. I think the only other one I would put on here, and they—they they didn't do anything too recent, so I'm not going to blame them for that. I would probably throw the most recent, uh, the Matrix Resurrections, on there because. That was just an unnecessary movie. But really, I would put part two and part three on there as well. Because, frankly, I was fine with just The Matrix. After seeing the sequels, I'm like, I think the first movie ends on the perfect note. And we didn't need the rest of these.
1: Mm-hmm. The, the so. first movie, really, really good. And, and I like. Really? I remember not liking the second and third movies very much. And I think I've grown to appreciate them a little bit with the, the, fin- the finality of the storytelling, I guess. Um, We could talk about The Matrix at some other point, too. But that's a good one. I like that.
0: Yeah. Anyway, with that, uh, this is Not So Live from Astrogy. I know I teased that there were sequels to this podcast, but there are no sequels, and we're never going to do it. You just get to live with this podcast and enjoy it. I'm your host, Mike Finkelstein.
1: And I'm your other buddy, Mike, and you never can replace the original. Sorry, folks. (laughs) And
0: we will see you all next time.